Hey guys, and welcome back to Seriously Samantha. First off, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you to everyone who listens to my podcast, who DMs me, leaves me reviews, and just overall supports me. Um, I wanted to apologize for not uploading the past two weeks. Um, I actually got the flu. Um, I'll tell you guys the story on how I got the flu. Um, but I ended up coming home a week early for winter break. So I've been home for two weeks and I've been sick for two weeks and I'm still actually sick. I don't know if you guys can hear it in my voice, but, um, I'm sitting down finally filming a podcast Um, I kept like delaying filming a podcast because I was so sick. And then I was like, you know what? This is my passion. This is what I want to do for a living. Um, even in the hard times, like you have to power through it. Um, so even if my voice is a little off, I apologize, but, um, I really wanted to sit down and talk to you guys because I feel like it's been so long. And now that I'm on winter break, I'm really hoping to stay consistent with my whole podcasting because this is something that's really important to me. Um, I actually got so sick that I had to email all of my professors and ask for extensions on my finals. Um, the major in which I'm taking in college is um, I'm I'm in the communications major, um, but. All of my finals were essays, so luckily I was able to go home, but um, I had to ask for extensions on all my finals because I literally could not leave bed. I thought I had COVID, but I kept testing negative for it, so um, yeah, but finals are now over. I finished my last final like two days ago. And I'm still sick. I'm so upset. I still have a runny nose. Um, but I'm getting a lot better. Um, but I'm just happy to be filming a podcast finally. Um, anyway, mental health check. Um, I'm doing pretty good. Um, funny story. Um, so two weeks ago, this is the story on how I got the flu. So my really good friend, Rochelle, she goes to Chapman University. She invited me to stay with her um, through the weekend, like two weekends ago at Chapman. So um, the night before leaving for Chapman, I pack all my stuff from my dorm room and I'm walking downstairs and I can't find my car in the parking lot of where my car is parked. So I take my key and I start pressing it, like the unlock button to try to find where my car is. And my key like is flashing red. And I'm like, what? Maybe the battery's dead and I'm confused. So then I'm walking and I see my car and I try to open it and my car won't open. 
and I try to unlock my car with the um, key, but like the electronic key, but it won't open my car. So I take the actual like key from my key thing. It's confusing. Just go along with it. Anyway, I end up opening my car and I sit down in the driver's seat and I'm like, okay, like I'm ready to like leave. And I try to turn my car on and my car doesn't turn on. And I realized that I left my hazards on. And by leaving my hazards on for more than three hours, um, my car battery died. Luckily, I just got a new car battery like six months ago, so it didn't drain all of my car battery, but it drained like a lot of it while having my hazards on. So it's like literally 11 p.m. when I call AAA and... Oh my God, retelling the story like makes me like so pissed. Anyway, I ended up sitting in the car for three hours with my friend Jade, waiting for AAA. AAA doesn't get to my school and into the parking lot till like 2 a.m. in the morning. I'm literally half asleep at the wheel. My car is dead. And I have public safety from my school calling me because they're like, we don't allow AAA on campus since it's a closed campus and it's like two o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, listen, I'm late to where I need to be. I'm supposed to be in Orange County right now, but my car is dead. So please just let the guy in so he can start my car so I can leave campus. And they're like, okay, okay. But next time, like you need to let us know when you're calling AAA. So long story short, AAA comes in and they fix my car and they turn the battery on and I drive to Orange County and it's literally like 4 a.m. But I went to Chapman and I got the flu. I got frat flu. I have been sick four times freshman year in college. I remember senior year of high school, I was talking to some of my college friends and they were like, you get sick so many times in college. And I'm like, oh, like I have a really, really strong immune system. Like I won't get sick. But then COVID happened and my immune system is so sensitive now. And I've literally gotten sick so many times. I blame the frats. I'm putting all blame on frats. Um, but I just thought I'd tell that story because I thought it was really, really funny and yeah, um, moving on, um, I've been surrounding myself with people who make me happy lately, people who make me laugh, um, who help me when I need help. All of my friends helped me literally at 2 a.m. with my car when it broke down. I called them, they got out of bed, they helped me with my car, they stayed with me. Um, my friend Jade literally stayed with me for three and a half hours waiting for AAA, that is true friendship. Um, And I've realized that those are the people that are worth keeping in my life. Um, With that said, I hope everyone is doing the same. Um, And if not, 
I urge you to surround yourself with people who see your value and remind you of it. So that was my quick mental health check. Um, Now a quick vibe check. Um, I'm in my happy place. I'm in my room. Um, It's 5 p.m. here in Los Angeles. Um, A little bit chilly in my room. Weather lady check. Um, I'm wearing a comfy sweat set. Aritzia, please sponsor me. Um, I have hot matcha next to me. And I have never been more ready to talk to you. As you can probably see in the title today, um, I'm recapping my first semester in college. But um, I wanted to bring awareness to an event that occurred recently. I can hear my voice like just icky and I hate the sound of it. Okay. Anyway, before we get into what we're going to be talking about today, um, I was scrolling through Instagram the other day, and I came across a video that was posted by a girl named Gabriella Athena Halicas. I don't know how to say her, pronounce her last name. I apologize. Um, But if you don't know who Gabriella is, Um, She is a self-made model and a speaker who is based in L.A. Um, I don't know when this event occurred, but it seems to have happened November 10th at nighttime. So um, Gabriella and her friends decided to attend a nightclub called The Highlight Room. It's a really, really popular nightclub in Hollywood. Um, personally, I have never been to the highlight room, but I have many friends who have been there. So I'm actually looking at the article that was posted right now. Um, so I'm going to read parts of the news article that KTLA5 posted. So two women are speaking out after they were denied entry to a popular Hollywood nightclub because of their body size. Ella Hallicast, I'm so sorry, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, says a bouncer told her and a fellow curvy model, Alexa J, that they couldn't follow their friends into the highlight room in Hollywood. Alexa asked him, um, Ella's friend, hey, what's going on? I'm actually with that party you just let in. And he said, I know and looked her up and down and said, not tonight. Ellis said to the broadcaster of KTLA 5 News that we're tired of playing safe. We're tired of just letting this happen and not speaking up about it. It is so dehumanizing, says Alexa. It was like we were being looked through. If you have ever experienced any type of discrimination like this, you know exactly how horrible and disgusting it feels, and we are no longer letting this fly. The woman believed this problem goes beyond one nightclub. Ella said it felt like we were alone. It felt like we were plucked out of a crowd, and I just felt like we need to share this because it's not about us not getting into the highlight room, We don't care about that. 
It's about the bigger picture of how many girls face this every single day. It was discrimination 100%. So the story that I just told you guys is about two women who faced discrimination when trying to attend a nightclub based on their body size. Now, I wanted to share this story because I think it's really important to understand that everyone blames society for this discrimination that occurs, but we are society. So with that said, um, there's a moment when you have to choose whether to be silent or to stand up. And what I think was so inspirational is that Ella and Alexa stood up for themselves in this circumstance, and I found great courage in that. This past semester in college, I actually took a course um, on discrimination and um, sexuality. Um, And it was based around women, so it was a women's studies class. Um, And I think the overall premises that I learned during this class is that not speaking on things just to keep peace is actually um, a trauma response. And when you do this, you're disrespecting your own boundaries. No matter what, keep taking up space and use your voice, just like Ella and Alexa did. Um, And... I really, really hope from this story that you guys realize that it's not just about this one type of discrimination, but there are so many different types of discrimination that happens in this society. And it's all about standing up for yourself and realizing that if we keep covering up the issues that occur, and not coming together as a community, that these problems will never be solved. So stand up for yourself and speak out loud because using your voice in today's society is so important. And um, I actually told my mom, or I sent her the Instagram reel that was posted by Ella. And my mom said to me, she called me actually and she was like, I saw that on the news in November, me and your father did, and we thought that the ladies that were speaking just had so much courage and so much power built up within them. Um, And I just thought like, since parents knew about this and other students knew about this, I just thought that it was really, really important to talk about this on today's podcast and bring awareness to the issue. Okay, so I took a 24-hour break. I filmed the first part of this podcast 24 hours ago, and now I'm sitting back down and going to film the second part of this episode with you guys. As I said, I'm recovering from being sick, so it's really, really hard to not blow my nose every five minutes and cough. So I have to take breaks. So I paused it. So if there is a little bit of a commotion in the middle, 
of this episode. I'm sorry. I had to pause it because I just couldn't keep talking and I needed a break. And that is okay. All that matters is I'm sitting back down 24 hours later and I'm ready to talk to you. So as I said in the title of this podcast, the main part of this episode is talking about a recap of my first semester in college. Now, when I first started the first semester, which was in August, I filmed a podcast saying what my life was like and what college is like and how I'm dealing with it. Um, And now, almost three months later, four months later, I'm sitting down and I'm recapping the first semester. So I'm kind of taking everything I learned and telling you guys what what impacted me and what I've improved on this year and what strolling through college really, really looks like in a teenager's perspective. So I just, I feel like I'm going to get so, so many questions about this one topic, which I already have been asked a lot about. Um, I wanted to save my opinion for today's episode. Now, I made a list of nine things that I learned this semester. I tried to come up with one more, but then I kept coming up with like little things that were affecting me. Um, And I wanted to talk about the broader picture. So the first one that I'm talking about isn't really in my list. It's kind of just floating at the top because it's not that important. But frats. (laughs) Um, I didn't really... Okay, going into college, I thought frats were going to be the shit. Sorry for my language. I thought that they were going to be so much fun and I would meet so many people. Now, don't get me wrong. Some people love frats. They personally, they're not my cup of tea. And that's okay because everyone has their own cup of tea. I personally like going to parties or functions, um when it's more intimate so I can meet everyone and see who they are and what characteristics are brought up between them. Um, I'm more of an intimate person when talking to someone and I don't like being a sardine in a party commotion or situation. So the frats that I have been to, um, I've been to a few different school frats, but kind of com- putting everything together. Um, As I said, I'm a sardine. Um, The frats that I go to, um, I can barely move. People are rubbing up against me. I get to the frat, my hair's done, I have makeup on, I'm in a nice outfit, not sweating. And by the time I leave the frat, which is literally like an hour later, I am sweating balls. Half of my clothing is like completely, altered on my body like my shirt will be straight and then coming out of the frat it will be completely tilted and then my hair will be a mess and my mascara will be bulging down my eyes and my lipstick will no longer be there um I will come out and literally have probably met no one um and just I could go on but everyone 
some people like frats, some people don't. I am, they're personally not my biggest fan. Um, I would rather like to go to like a party with maybe like 100 people or like 50 people or when I'm 21, um, maybe go to bars since they're more intimate and you can meet people there instead of not being able to fudging move. <laughs> anyway, um, that was my experience on the whole party scene. Um, it was only my first semester in college, so I definitely have not gotten all of it in. I definitely think sophomore year and junior year, I will be able to say a lot more about how I feel um, about the whole party scheme. Not scheme, scene. <laughs> so um, I will get back to you guys um, and we can kind of compare the differences between first semester and um, sophomore year and junior year. Um, but I also have been to some frats and some parties where there were a lot of people and I did really, really enjoy myself. Honestly, it really depends on the day in which I go to these parties and my mood of the day. Um, sometimes I'm feeling really shitty and the frat or the party just doesn't work out and sometimes I'm in an amazing mood and... I have the best time of my life. Okay, I want to move on and stop talking about parties. So we're going to get into the list. Okay, number one, don't take it all on at once. You have time. So I feel like as much as it may seem um, that there are so many people out in college that are working on a dozen different research projects, internships, um, applying to so many fellowships, I think it's really, really important to not compare yourself because it really, really is the fastest way to burn out. Not comparing your timeline to others is crucial. I think that this not only relates to, since I'm only in my first semester of college, there are a lot of people that don't really have it figured out still, but then there are a few people that really do have it figured out. And at the beginning of the semester, I really was comparing myself to a lot of people. I have a ton of friends that have internships at this doctor office and are public speaking at this event and going to this major broadcasting show where they're going to meet amazing people. Um, I live in the center of LA with people who go to college in LA. So, so many people are getting so many different offers and sometimes it's really, really hard not to compare yourself. But um, I think it's really important to know that if you're worrying about other people's timelines, how are you ever going to be able to focus on your own timeline? Um, I conducted an interview with one of my professors for a final project that I had in my women's studies class. And I asked her, I said, if there was one piece of advice that you would give me, what would it be? And she said, don't compare your timeline to others. Because as I said already, it is literally the fastest way to burn out. Um, and when she told me that at the beginning of the semester, because um, I did the interview at the beginning of the semester, so I didn't have to do it at the end of the semester, 
um, which saved me a fuck ton of time. Um, that one quote statement that she told me stuck with me throughout the whole semester and really saved me a lot of time on myself and not focusing on others. So if I were to say anything about this, focus on what you want to do, figure out what you want to do and do not partake in the word comparison because it will only affect you in the long run. Spend all of your focus on you. Okay, number two, take pride in the time you give back to yourself. Okay, so I believe taking the weekend off or taking the evening off, turning your notifications off, or um, I put my phone on do not disturb, um, is really, really crucial. Um, Also, planning fun things on your calendar is really, really important. Um, Your creativity and curiosity comes from allowing yourself to experience joy and remembering why you love what you want to do and what you do. Um, Now, I believe that this world is a game and I think I preach that all the time and everyone in this world is leaning towards happiness and success. And as I said, success comes in all different forms, but Every single day, there are only 24 hours in a day and you need to use your time so carefully. And I think at the beginning of the semester, I was really, really focused on my grades 24-7 and getting sleep and going to the gym constantly and making sure everything is perfect. Um, I definitely did not have the correct balance of taking time to myself spending time with friends so social life and being able to um take on the school part and I think that I'm still learning how to do it but I think I've definitely improved on how to keep a consistent course of social life taking time to yourself and working but I think what I'm trying to get at is here what I'm trying to get here is that don't always constantly have the mindset of, oh my God, I need to get this done. Oh my God, this needs to be perfect. Take time to yourself, focus on yourself. Take those weekends if you need it. Take that time to relax and just not stress. Um, Go out, party, have fun. Go take a bath, go to a meditation course. Um, take one, (laughs) Um, go to a yoga class, sleep all day if you need to. Um, There was this quote, I don't, I could totally be wrong on like how it's stated, but it goes something like sometimes um, like the most successful people need a day in bed, um, need a cup of coffee, need to eat five pints of ice cream but at the end of the day they figure it all out and they get up the next day and run towards what they're after in life um so I just thought that that was really important and that's something that I learned in my first semester um so I don't have a ton of stuff to say about this but um 
boundaries are your best friend. Um, I believe that you don't need to be your best self um, or you don't need to be. You can't be your best self if you're trying to be the best for everyone else. Um, you're only hurting yourself if you do not intention, atten- intentionally and actively say no and create boundaries. Um, and I think that this also has to go with what I said before in taking time to yourself and taking pride in yourself and the time that you give back to yourself. Um, I definitely first semester of college let other people's problems affect me. And as the semester went on, I think that I let other people's problems affect my mental health. And it came to a point where other people's problems were dragging me down. And I think it's really, really important to learn how to not let that affect you, other people's issues. And how I had to do that is I had to physically say to my friends um, that I was taking on a lot at the moment and I wasn't able to constantly reassure them and constantly be there for them. Um, I think that everyone experiences um, other people's issues in a different way, but um, sometimes it gets to a point where it gets to be too much and you need to learn how to say, I'm sorry, I can't be there for you all the time because I need to be there for myself. And I think that something that I did this past year is I focused a lot on other people and not on myself. I didn't take that time to myself. And I lost a lot of courage and confidence that stood within me because I was focusing so much on others and I wasn't focusing on what was really, really going on within me. So as I said, I needed to create a boundary between myself and others. And when I did that, I not only saw an increase in my confidence, in my courage, in the way I walked, um, but the way that I thought. And now I approach others in a different manner. And um, I'm still so considerate. And when someone needs to listen to me, I listen to them. Or I mean, when someone needs me to listen to them, I listen to them. And I take pride in my friends and I hold them high because I love them. But um, Sometimes when it gets to be a lot, I create a boundary for myself. And that is really, really important because it has really, really taken me, has taken me far. Okay, so next. um, Okay, sorry. I'm looking at my outline because I have this list like all over the place on my Word document. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, what do I want to talk about next? But um, what I want to say next is that we're all just trying to figure things out. And sometimes that means having to let go of some people and allowing others into your life. Um, And that's okay. Um, I believe that something that I've gained this past year is that change is really healthy, especially when you move somewhere new or in my case, um, when attending college it can be really, really scary. Um, and we're all 
lonely creatures finding our place on this floating rock, which is so crazy to say. Um, So allow yourself to make mistakes. Um, Be kind to yourself and to each other because you never know what someone's going through. And sometimes you need to take a step back and say, what are you going through? And asking yourself that question. Um, Life is so crazy. Oh my God. I could like talk about life and how it's a game for hours, but I feel like I would be repeating myself so much. Um, Okay, moving on. Um, Ooh, I love this one. Okay. Someone said to me the other day, there has to be a perfect balance between your social life and your school life in order for you to be happy. And I think that's partially true. Um, But then I don't particularly believe in that. Um, I believe that you have to create some sort of balance between your social life and your school life in order for you to maintain consistency and bathe in your own happiness because that is where peace is created. Um, I believe that there is no perfect. There only is better. And I think that I really, really tried to achieve this version of perfect. But when I realized that in my book, in my game of life, in the chapters that I am embarking on, um, there is no perfect. Um, Because I see perfect as like an end goal. Not an end goal, but something at the end. And I want to keep going and I want to keep running. And if I try to get to this perfect, what am I going to do after this perfect? Um, And if I create the word better in my mind and change my words, um, changing your words is really what it's all about. Um, I can just keep getting better and doing new things and still kind of running on the path of life. Um, So don't try to maintain something that's perfect because... I believe that there is no such thing as perfect. There's only better. And sometimes that's all you need is better. And taking those steps to be able to figure out better is really, really important. Okay, so this is a little, little small tip that I created in my mind one day when um, there were some people that just made some harsh remarks toward me um, in the beginning of college. Um, I believe that girls and boys, um, whoever you are, will still be mean and immature no matter how old they are, whether they're in elementary school or whether they're 80 years old. Um, I think that um, you really just need to keep your head up high, um, keep going, and don't let the small things affect you. Um, I definitely have taken parts of my life in the past year um, that have really, really affected me. 
um, whether when it came to conversations with other people that um, impacted me in a negative manner. Um, so I think it's really, really important to know that there are mean people out there and there are people that are immature, but don't let that affect you and don't create an immature side to you. Um, and don't be mean because kindness takes you such a far way. Um, I think what I'm trying to get from this um, comment that I'm telling you guys is that if you need to be anything, be kind and be nice and give back to your community. Um, even if that means um, if you find a wallet on the floor in a Starbucks, don't take the wallet, give it to the Starbucks people. Or um, if someone needs help crossing the street, cross the street. Help them cross the street with them. Or it can literally be as small as asking someone how their day is. Or if you're in um, the line at McDonald's and you're going through the drive-thru, um, say thank you and have an amazing rest of your day to the cashier. Kindness takes you a really, really long way. And if you can be kind to someone else, you never know what they're going through. Um, and maybe it can make their day. Um, okay, moving on. We all make mistakes, but what we must do is learn from them and better ourselves. Um, till this day, I still make mistakes. I made a mistake today and... Um, I wrote about it in my journal, and hopefully I don't <laughs> make that same mistake again. And I believe that just having that state of mind that it's okay to make mistakes, um, but what you must do is take that mistake and learn how to take those steps to not make that mistake again is crucial because if you have the mentality of, oh, I just keep making the same mistake, it's okay, then... What are you going to be learning in your day-to-day -day lives? Okay, moving on. I feel like I'm going through a list, which I am. Okay, you can't compare yourself to others because if you do, you never will think you're enough. Um, I think social media is something that is damaging our society piece by piece and I think when if you were to say like what's the first word that comes to your mind when you think of social media I would think about the word comparison um in high school I compared myself to every single living being that walked next to me or walked in my path of life um or we're in my social standing, not social standings, I'm um, social medias, or even the people that walked in the street. I compared myself so much. And when I got to college, I saw myself still comparing myself to others. Um, and just in the middle of this past semester, um, I learned that comparing myself to others just slowly damages me. Um, so I think um, the step that I needed to take um, from not constantly comparing myself to others is um, I needed to take a break from social media. 
which I did. Um, I went through like a three week period where I completely cut out all social medias. And and then when I re-downloaded social media, I saw myself not being so attached to it. Um, I saw myself only going on it once, twice a day. Um, Now my routine with social media is I don't have a TikTok account, um, which is crazy because I barely compare myself to people anymore. Um, And I go on my other social medias about two to three times a day. And it honestly lets me live in the present so much more. Um, And I've really, really learned that um, I am beautiful and that everyone else is beautiful and everyone is different and everyone is unique. Um, And if you compare yourself to others, then you're never going to be able to compliment yourself and tell yourself that you're going to be okay and that you're beautiful in your own skin and or (laughs) handsome. (laughs) Okay, Um, moving on to the very, very last thing that I want to talk about that I've learned in... 2022, but mostly first semester recap, um, is I don't want to reach the end of my story and look back realizing there were so many things I didn't do because I was scared and I had fear within me. Um, So even if it means talking to someone you think is attractive, um, my mom told me a few weeks ago, um, if you see someone cute at a party, go up to, go up to them and like ask them, like talk to them, you know? Um, and even if you go for it and it doesn't work out, um, you still win because you had the guts enough to head straight into something that you were, that frightened you. Um, and that kind of bravery and that type of bravery will take you places. Um, I think it's all about going for a situation in which scares you. Um, and as my mom said, um, you win either way. You obtain the object or you don't. And if you don't obtain it, then you still win because you did something that made you uncomfortable and something that frightened you. Um, and I think that's really, really important. Um, making yourself uncomfortable so you can put yourself in the future in comfortable situations. Um, but I think this also has to do with um, doing whatever the hell you want. Um, apply for that job, date that person, buy that plane ticket, move to that city, go travel to that place, do all the things that scare you, that make you happy, that release dopamine because they're worth it. And life is so short yet so long. So do the things that you want to do, live and be the person who you want to be. Um, and Honestly, it doesn't need to make sense to anyone else as long as it makes you happy. Um, I think that I overall had an amazing semester. Um, I'm really, really happy that I attended the college in which I did. Um, And I'm praying for everyone out there who is moving on to their second semester of school. Um, And I'm wishing you all happy holidays and a happy new year. 
Um, and I'm so excited to see what 2023 brings us. But there is still one more week in this year. So live it to your best experience everything, do all the things that you've been wanting to do, and end with a bang. Okay, bye. Er, damn, that was harsh. Okay, um, I'm gonna go and make dinner now because I'm so hungry, um, and I'm gonna call one of my friends and say hi because I miss her, um, but okay, I'm gonna stop blabbering. <laughs> okay, bye guys. Have an amazing rest of your week, and remember, keep your head up high, and yeah. Okay. Bye.